Welcome to the Wacky Warrior Podcast. I am David Sigmund alongside here with Eric Williams. How's it going, buddy? Hockey is officially back now. We uh, are not sponsored by Foothills Brewery, but <laughs> if they want to sponsor us, I'm okay with it. Hey, I'll take any sponsors at this point. <laughs> uh, but, um, <laughs> but uh, yes, hockey is back, back on topic here. Um, we just had our uh, first uh, day of the uh, Stanley Cup qualifier. Some amazing games. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. what a day to start off with. Yeah. Um, starting off with the Canes first uh, over the uh, Rangers. That I mean, from the puck drop, mm-hmm. that there was yeah a lot of hitting, yeah. a lot of action going on. Brady Shea hit fast back in time. Exactly five five seconds into the game. <laughs> right. uh, sent him to the locker room. Uh, yeah, I mean. He he had one goal in mind, and that was to slow down the Rangers. Right. Um, He's coming from the Rangers team during yeah. the regular season, and there's apparently what I'm seeing on the ice some bad blood. I don't know anything that he's said about that, but you well, got you got to imagine dropping a hit that he's like, "Hey, I'm here for Carolina at this point." Right. You yeah. Know? I um, the only thing I can think of is uh, is it his wife or his fiance or something like that still lives in New York, and she because she's. They were talking about it yesterday. How Still, that she's uh, she's in the medical field over there. Oh wow! So and she can't really leave because what about a yeah. yeah? Talk about a real hero right now. Yeah, um, yeah. That New York is one of the hot spots. So yeah, being yeah. in the medical field, really anywhere right now is you're a real hero. Good honor out there. Um, but they uh, I mean the Hurricanes and the Rangers put on a really great game. Um, that was a really fun one to watch. Uh, Jacob Slavin. Mm-hmm. I mean, first postseason goal, and to be the first one of the qualifiers, um, that was and it was a beautiful shot too, um, up to the top left. I'm not sure anybody had Jacob Slavin scoring the first goal of the game. Maybe not even Jacob Slavin. No, I don't. <laughs> but you know, he saw a lane and he went with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that's why he's the alternate captain for that team. Yeah. But um, because he brings a uh, leadership. And a, a vision on the ice, but uh, he he definitely uh, did a wonderful job. I think he was ranked as their number one star um, during that game too for that because uh, he had an assist as well he as uh, Sebastian Aho who had a goal and assist. Yep. Um, Sebastian Aho on a beautiful deflection mm-hmm. from Svechnikov. Yes, from your boy Andre. <laughs> yes. Um, both goalies also put on a heck of a performance yeah the goalies look great in this game um, um i think it's easy to put the loss on henrik lundquist but dude <laughs> 34 saves on 37 shots against right. a four check i mean carolina had had the puck for most of this game right so and he, i mean as did. many power plays as there was this game i think yeah, both goalies there were 14 power plays <laughs> between <laughs> those sides probably so, half of them in the first period so the officiating a little questionable yeah we won't get into that too much nah. but I think uh, I think everybody's learning how to play hockey again, whether yeah. you're playing it or officiating it. Yeah. So. Well, I, I will go ahead and talk on the one fact there at the end. It didn't matter at the end, but I mean, you can't. They blew the whistle as soon as Mraz caught the pat, they caught the puck. Yeah. It's kind of like you can't really do. Yeah, that. Yeah, and I don't blame Mraz one bit for getting after I don't I don't remember the name of the guy that called it but getting after him for I mean it Maniscalco I was watching the Hurricanes feed so I was watching Maniscalco and Trip Tracy call a game and Maniscalco said you you have to know 
as an official in a postseason environment. This isn't technically the playoffs yet, but in a postseason environment, a goalie is not going to glove a puck up one goal with two seconds left right. to get another face off. He's passing that puck. Right. You have and he to did. feel the game. He did. Yeah. He passed as as the whistle was being blown. Right. And I mean, I don't even think like a second had been taken right. off as soon as he had caught that and was passing it. And then new addition, Victor Trocek wins the face off back, time expires, and he flexes. He yeah. literally flexed on the face off dot. <laughs> it was it was something to behold. Yes. Um that's all I mean, I'm not gonna get too much into it, but I am really enjoying seeing Vincent Trocek yeah. uh, with the Canes. He's a good ad. He adds yeah. a little bit of grit. He adds a, a high face-off percentage, um, and and he's just he's that depth guy. He's a locker room guy. He can score. He had a couple shots hit posts, I think, too. Mm-hmm. He um, did. So uh, you know he's one very touch. early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go down the list of uh, the box score. Yeah, we got Slavin in the first period, one hundred and one. He gets it from Teravine, and then Aho Sebastian Aho scores five minutes later on the power play from Svechnikov and Sammy Botanen. Mika Zibanejad gets one in the second period. From Oscar Lindgren and Chris Kreider at 14:26, Marty Nichas will tally one in the third from Nino Niederreiter and Jacob Slavin. And then Mark Stahl, of all people, <laughs> scores a shorthanded goal from Mika Zibanejad and Artemi Panarin with a minute and 55 to go in the game. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that was Carolina doing Carolina things. Yeah. Um, if I'm Rod Brindamore, I don't have four forwards on the ice on a power play with two minutes left in the game yeah, just to prevent that from happening. I mean, you're up two. You you're mean... up two. You're not really – you're not thinking Mark Stahl is taking the puck down the ice and scoring, which right. is what happened. But, I, you know, I think it's – again, we're learning. Yeah. So, Mrazek 24 for 26. Henrik Lundqvist 35 – excuse me, 34 for 37. Yeah. I mean, I I can't talk more about the, uh, the goalies in this mm-hmm. game just because, I mean, there was just some – very beautiful shots mm-hmm. that could have very easily Both been of them goals. were excellent. And Carolina, when you're out shooting a team 37 to 26 in a game, I mean, this could have gone, this is, could have gone downhill for New York really quickly if Henrik Lundqvist hadn't been between the pipes. I know Sheshkin's yeah. injured. He's the guy New York wants between, between the pipes right now, but Henrik Lundqvist is still the king. Yeah, you know? he is. I mean, he even, I mean, uh, Fogel got a, on a uh, breakaway, yeah, could have very easily Shut been down. a. Uh... And Fogel had a great game yesterday too. He did. I thought everybody on both sides looked fine. Yes, some were better than others. Panarin looked a little slow. That's that's kind of a red flag if you're New York. But this is the first game mm-hmm. all of them had played in four months that mattered. Right. So there's going to be some coldness. There's going to be a little rust. Right, and I, I think I mean, but you you kind of look. They had some um some gems on their their line too that was really mm-hmm. popping off. Um, I mean, Mark Stahl had a beautiful game. Uh, He might have scored one for the Canes at one point, but, you know, accidentally bounced it off his shoe. Yeah, he did, yeah. And and you look at that highlight, and Nietzsche's, there didn't seem to be any intention in his shot of getting that on goal as much as into the traffic. Right, he just wanted to get that towards the net so that somebody could, I mean, Vincent Trocek was right there. So you kind of have to have a goal if you're going to give up, (laughs) you know, a third period goal like that. And Mark Stahl came through, so it's cool. I mean, I'm looking forward to this series. I people were saying Rangers in three. I think that's ridiculous. Well, definitely now, but <laughs> definitely now, hindsight, you know, being what it is. But um, this isn't a series that I see Carolina sweeping either. I mean, this is going to go to yeah. four to five, no problem for me. Right. I think both of these teams are super competitive. They apparently dislike each other very much, which is cool in the playoffs. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, they... I'm all for it. This is playoff hockey, and if there was a game to encapsulate missing hockey and getting back into it dude 
that, I mean, that that was the game yes for me. it was um yeah this i believe this is the only division uh rival games uh that game that is in the qualifier um yeah um i'll have to look at it i believe really it i believe it. that that's the case but or yeah. at least on the eastern side at least yesterday yeah yeah um but uh Winnipeg and calgary oh yes i yeah. forgot about that yeah um however uh we'll uh we'll move on to the uh next games um i'm excited to see though before we move on what dougie hamilton's gonna offer to that canes line yeah when he comes back yeah. eventually yeah dougie's dougie's feeling good Brennamore, coach Brennamore seems to think that he's he's performing well at practice and if he's mm-hmm. if he's saying he feels good and he looks like he feels good i think it's just a matter of time for dougie he may not be back for the qualifying round for precautionary reasons right um but again if carolina wins the next game i think you probably sit dougie for game three whether or not he's ready just to keep yeah. him fresh I mean, get, for the you give know. him some ice time yeah. definitely yeah so we'll see um Second game of the day, we have the Chicago Blackhawks take down the Edmonton Oilers six to four. And my goodness, Kubalik, how is this kid not in the conversation? I, I mean, mean, for yeah, I understand that he doesn't have the stats to back it up quite yet, but this is this is a for this game though. I mean, this is a two goal, three assist performance. Yeah, and anybody that follows Chicago knows that he's the truth. Yeah, I I I'd have to. He's agree. been playing to that level all season long. Not right. to a five point per game level, but he's always there. And you, you always have some of your players who um, just for some reason seem to pop off in the mm-hmm. postseason, and he's kind of looking like one of those ever. guys. Postseason, I, I got to stop calling it a playoff game. Postseason right. game, and yeah. I mean, I, we'll have to see if that will stand for the rest of the postseason, definitely, and, and onward. But if anybody's going to do it from the Blackhawks, it's going to be Kubelik. Yeah, I mean, he's he had a monster of a game, and. Yep. Uh, but yeah. uh just going down the box score i mean you you've got mcdavid gets on the board early dry sidle cleft bomb that's a connection oilers fans are used to um mm-hmm. that's exactly how you want to start a game for edmonton get the puck to connor mcdavid and let the captain carry it and um dylan strom answers for chicago unassisted jonathan taves gets on the board from kubelik and kane uh sod from mata and kubelik Taves again from Kubelik and Saad. Dreisaitl from McDavid and Ryan Nugent-Hopkins. Kubelik again from Keith and Doc. Kubelik again from Keith and Taves. James Neal finally gets one. Ryan Nugent-Hopkins and McDavid connecting there with him. And then yeah. Nugent-Hopkins just a few seconds later from Clefbaum and Dreisaitl. So the Oilers aren't in a bad spot going into game two, I don't think. No, they from still had a great game. All their guys are going. When James Neal gets going, we know he can be dangerous. James Neal mm-hmm. is a fantastic player who's had just... The puck luck hasn't been there for him recently, right. so it's good to see him getting involved. Um, Ryan Nugent Hopkins obviously has been there forever in Edmonton, and just the fact that he's still performing may be reflective of who he's playing with, but he's still got it. Right. And then McDavid and Drysaddle, you've got guys that are in conversations for Hart trophies, and you know, yeah, every, I think every single season. So if I'm Edmonton, I just forget about this game mm-hmm. and move on. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they played bad at all. I don't think they need to dwell on what happened in this game because mm-hmm. I think they played great. They just were not mm-hmm. up on the scoreboard when the game ended. Yeah, and, so and defensively, I I didn't watch the game. I can't comment on how they looked. Um, but when I'm looking at Mike Smith letting in five on 23 shots, um, I I think you got to go with Kostikin on the next game. 18 for right. 18 for 19. 
I mean, what you got to um, lose, just to switch and Right. Out. I mean, he, he clearly played a better game. I think he played the goalie that's that's playing better. Right. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, the only guy, you know, I, I see once on here, Patrick Kane gets an assist. Um, mm-hmm. Chicago gets Kane finding the net, which he will. Um, they're, they're, this is going to be a competitive series, man. This is going to be high scoring like this, I think, all the games. Yes. Just I, the way these I, teams are built. They, um... They've got some weapons that can they can score, mm-hmm. and so uh, that that's just reflective on the uh, the forwards I mm-hmm. think there, and um, and just the the scores that they've got on both sides. Um, yeah, I mean that's gonna be I think that's gonna be a fun series to watch as well. Yeah, I agree, I agree. And my dad's a Blackhawks fan, so he was he was super stoked on that yesterday. <laughs> I didn't have Chicago winning that game, but they did so. Um, after that, we had the Panthers and the Islanders. This one was the low-scoring game of the day. Um, Peugeot from Broussard, to, uh, 12 minutes into the first. Beauvillier from Taves and Bailey in the second. That was a power play goal. And then Huberdeau from Uyghur and Barkov, 23 seconds into the third. That was kind of it. Um, Bobrovsky and Varlamov both looked excellent. Yes. Um, I, I, it's the complete opposite of the last series. I think right. this is what you're looking at here. These are two teams that play a very, you know, neutral zone tight mm-hmm. style of play. Um, and so. Yeah, I think uh, I think this low scoring game was reflective mm-hmm. of the goalies. Which is fun. Yeah. It's it's nice to watch goalies have nights when, when it's just a duel. It's like uh, right. when you're in a pitcher's duel in baseball and the final score is two to one one to nothing or something it's just Mm -hmm. it's fun it's it's nice to see defense flourish in the league um neither neither of these teams i hesitate to say aren't talented offensively but they're not elite offensively so i think Mm -hmm. we're we're gonna see two one three two one nothing kind of games all all series long from this one maybe more overtime than usual yeah um moving on penguins and canadians this was my second favorite game of the night um, yes. Kokaniemi from Byron and Kulak at 11:27 in the first. Um, Suzuki gets one unassisted there. Uh, his younger brother is in the farm in Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crosby from Gensel and Schultz, and that's the one Pittsburgh needed to see for sure. Jake Gensel comes back from an undisclosed, unfit to play status yeah. and picks up an assist for Sidney Crosby. That's right. That's that's pretty cool. Ryan Russ gets one of the power play from Hornquist and McCann. Also in the second period, we had a scoreless third. We had a long overtime yes. that saw an energetic Canadians team. Either team could have won this one. It was, easily. and they were playing like a, a last-place team should play. Yeah. They came out to prove a point, and they did. Jeff Petrie from Brendan Gallagher and Deneau, 13.57 in overtime. He bangs it home. That was a beautiful pass, beautiful goal. I, I was watching that in my car last night after I got off. Um and that was that was a fun one. Yeah. Biggest standout for me in this game, Carey Price goes 39 for 41. And I was having this conversation with the Penguins fans at work. It's going to depend on how Carey Price plays in this series. If that's the Carey Price you get for the next games, forget about it. Yeah. Forget about it. Yeah. Because Montreal will wear you down. They will. Um, Carey Price is another one of those. He's kind of more mainstream than our uh, Peter Morazic, mm-hmm. but it's kind of uh, – kind of the same goalie style of he's either on that night mm-hmm. or you might
might as well just go with your backup. But I mean, but Price when he's on is elite. He's, right, he's exactly. top three, and that's that's that talent threshold that he brings. Lundqvist, I would put in that same category. When you're looking in the playoffs, these stats during the regular season do not matter. It's how you're performing every single game, one game at a time, one period at a time. Carey Price is a fierce competitor, and he he played his heart out last night. Yeah. I don't I, I I didn't look at the two goals very hard. I can't imagine when you're making 39 saves that they were they were soft. No, so, and and I think that just both both teams are elite. Mm-hmm. Both teams have yeah. any. Matt Murray did fine too. I'm harping on Price, but like Matt Murray had 30 32 for 35 as well. So yeah, I mean, I mean they both teams, both goalies. I think both teams have any mm-hmm. every chance to win and to be entered into the playoffs mm-hmm. officially. I just I just want to see. Who, I don't know who's going to be honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's going to be a fun series, and I think it's going to be tighter than people expected when you looked at a fifth seed going against a 12th seed. And that's yeah. what playoff hockey brings. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. For, for me, this one, I'm looking at the special teams here. Calgary scares me a little bit. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I have thought that Calgary is probably going to be an underrated one. I think um, so, too. I think they're... I think they're right there with the big dogs. Yes. They're not in a round robin series right now because of the way the stats fell, but mm-hmm. they're also not there's there's no version of this where Calgary doesn't win this series for right. me watching and, the game last night. And just watching them play, mm-hmm. they really want it. Yeah. They really want yeah. it. Yeah. There's a couple of guys with chips on their shoulders here too. Mm-hmm. Um the standout step before I go through the, the box score here, um, Winnipeg loses Shifley and Line A. If you were going to pick three guys that you don't want to lose, it would be Hellebuck, Shifley, and Line. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness Hellebuck is still there for them. Because yeah. that's that's a blow right there. Probably worse than the loss itself. Um, and so we'll we'll just have to see how they perform with other two big guys. Because that's, that's, that would be like Crosby and Malkin going down. That would be like McDavid and Dreisaitl going down. Yeah. That would be like McKinnon and Rantanen going down. I mean... That's that's a blow for sure. Yeah. Um, Cobb gets one from Lowry and Kulikov, eight fifty one in the first. Goudreau on the power play from Monahan and Lindholm, seven oh six in the second. A shorthanded goal from it's either Ryder or Reader. I don't know him super well, and I apologize. From Brody at twelve fifty one in the second. Uh, Backlund gets one on the power play from Mangiapane and Lucic at eighteen thirty four in the second, and then Mangiapane. Ices it in the empty net with 18-19 in the third. Hellebuck, 30 for 33. Talbot, 17 for 18. And I think when you look at those shots against that, you know, Calgary was facing, that's that's what the shots against look like when you don't have Shifley in line A for an entire game. Yep, I agree. So uh, Calgary has an excellent defense. They have an extra, excellent neutral zone attack. Um, great forecheck. They're, they're, they're built to play super aggressively wherever you want to meet them. They'll meet you right back. Mm-hmm. So this is this is gonna be this is gonna be a short one. I think this is the sweep from the five series that we've talked about so far. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I think the Flames like we were talking about um, Boston, how they almost are playing with momentum. They want it. I think Flames just really want this. Yeah, um, I do too. I just you can see the the. No pun intended. The fire underneath them. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what they're gonna do. Not just uh, if they make the the playoffs, but what they're gonna do in this series mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, and it's 
you know, it's a lot of teams are in this boat, and I don't mean to just exclude them all from this point, but I think if the season had continued, you would have seen Calgary in the top four in the West. I agree. Which yeah. would make the, you know, round robin series look a little bit different here, but it, I just, that's who they are for me. I think they're right there. I don't think they get enough credit. So, yeah, I, I would agree this with that. Is case in point right here for Calgary. Um, let's move on to our three stars for the night. Um, for me, I went third star. I had Jonathan Taves from Chicago with two goals and an assist. Second star, Carey Price, 39 saves. He had a 951 save percentage. And Kubelik's number one. He's the gold star. Two goals, three assists. That's that's some that's some video game type scoring right. from, the, from the kid. <laughs> I uh I have nothing. Uh, I completely agree with your three stars. Mm-hmm. If I were to make any changes, I think I'd just put Petri in there. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think ice that, in his uh, veins, OT winner. Yeah, I uh, that would be the only change I would make with that, and I don't even know where I would change him at. So because yeah. all three of those um really popped off. Yeah. I went back and forth with Bryson Kubelik for first. I really did. Yeah, I just I think Kubelik would be number one. Just Five points I mean, is stupid, <laughs> <laughs> right? Especially like, I mean, who would have who would have thought Kubelik would be the one to come out and perform like yep. he did? Just you know, Chicago fans. That's yeah. it. They've <laughs> all been trying to tell us all season long, <laughs> and here he is. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, that was a fun game. Cool man. All yeah, great night for fun. hockey, all around. I think. Yeah. Um, as far as I know, Arizona is still beating Nashville. I haven't looked at the update there. That's the active game right now. Uh, we could probably go ahead and look yeah. at it. I think we've got Boston and Philadelphia underway now at this point, at the time of the recording. Um, yeah, I mean, though, I, I, from what I saw with the Coyotes game, the Coyotes are really looking to uh, mm-hmm. to play. Yes, they, they won 4-3. to 4-3. to three. So, I mean, Predators came back. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, Arizona was just looking mm-hmm. phenomenal um, when I was watching before we... Uh, What's Boston and Philadelphia looking like, just out of curiosity? That's a round robin we've got today. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll check that one out. Um, I don't know. I was going to start watching it, but uh, yeah. But we had a... Because uh, of the hurricane coming through, we, yeah. Uh, yeah. it got uh, cut short a little bit. But, just uh, reinforcing the point that the hurricanes play better when there is a hurricane. Right. <laughs> Right. Um, so Flyers are up right now, uh, two nothing over the Bruins. There it is. Um, we just found out today that Vic, that uh, excuse me, Tukarask is uh, deemed unfit to play. Oh, which can feed into our next topic. Yes, injuries. Um, Washington is going to be playing Brayden Holby because mm-hmm. uh, because why injury. not? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but uh, after our last and, uh, podcast, right <laughs> after. Uh, <laughs> After hearing about uh, Tukarask, that's also going to really shake up. The Eastern Conference, mm-hmm. like it was last year, I just I think that it's just going to be really uh, whoever's going to want it more. Mm-hmm. I don't really like yeah. I think that every single, even the play-in teams, are mm-hmm. looking like they could be Stanley Cup yeah. contenders. And so I think just like last year, the Eastern Conference is going to be it just a beauty to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to say anything because the Western has some gems too that are looking, but just – all around, I mean, let's just be honest. I think on the Western side, I, unless something crazy happens, I really think Colorado is going to be the one. You can't see me fist pumping, but I am. <laughs> um, they just have the, well, one of the most just stout teams mm-hmm. out there, and they're consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, they they play like a Stanley Cup team every single time they get on yeah. the ice. And, um, and that's what, you know, that for me, that's why injuries – while they're a factor, 
it's not going to be... I don't know. It's not going to determine wins and losses for me. When, excluding situations where Shifley and Liney go down in one game, Halak is a capable goaltender. He can step in and still steal some games here for Boston. Yeah, So I agree. Um, also, uh, Carolina is going to be getting Dougie back yes. soon. Um, we already yes, we already talked a little bit about that, so I'm not going to hit more on that since we uh, talked about that. But uh, that's going to be fun to watch because uh, Dougie's just one of those players who, like, I mean, he scores from center ice. Yep. I mean, <laughs> he, but he's on defense. So yeah. he can play defensively, he can play offensively. He does he just, whatever he wants. Yeah. He's it's Dougie just, Hamilton. <laughs> um, that's going to be exciting, um, especially coming off the game that Carolina just had. Um, whenever uh, whenever um, Dougie does end up getting back on the ice, it's just going to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know of any other injuries that are not. Yeah, Shesty's a little rough, Shesty oh, for for the Rangers. That's right. um, and that's... You know, there are several big names that are out and kind of up and down right now, but that, that one, again, I think that's that's the guy that the Rangers wanted. And yeah. I'm not sure it would have made a, a difference yesterday with the way the Rangers skated in front of their goaltender. But I also think that you want the young hotshot in there in the playoffs and get him right. some experience. Right. So you can always pull him and put Lundqvist in and start Lundqvist the next game if it gets icy, you know. Yeah, so, I agree. Um. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's hit on the um, the main topic, probably the most uh, famous topic that's been going around right now. Yeah. Seattle recently, um, it's kind of a little bit old news now, but they have released the name of their new team. I like the name. I like the name too. I think Kraken is cool. I, yeah. I don't. Um, I think it's going to appeal to new fans yeah. a lot more. And I think it, it's got. Um, it's got a vibe to it that's just fun. It's like the Golden Knights were when they came right. into the league. It's just kind of different, and I like the creativity there. Yeah. Um, did you happen to see the uh, the videos that they were releasing when yeah. they did that? Yeah. I mean, um, I can't remember. I cannot remember who it is now, and I, that sucks. But just like um, they were mentioning how it almost feels like you know they're about to like go to war or something yeah, yeah and it's like yeah. that, that i think that was beautiful on the uh the marketing staff's department mm-hmm. i mean this team is entering in to a hockey league uh-huh. um and they're gonna have to go to war and it's just and it's, cool you know it it's just it's it's that us versus the world mentality that vegas had that's the thing that's neat about the expansion draft is the players that enter the draft are the players that the team didn't want to hang on to so right. all these guys are going to come into Seattle with that mindset of, hey, they didn't think we were important enough to keep around. They thought our contract was too big. They didn't think we'd been performing well enough. They didn't think we were young enough. Whatever it is. And then Marc-Andre Fleury just absolutely tears up Correct. your team. So. Correct. So we'll see who they get. The expansion draft is going to be fun. My biggest thing for Seattle is their general manager, Ron Francis, yeah. who's the guy that built the Hurricanes team for the most part mm-hmm. the way you see it today. Right. So if you're a fan of the Hurricanes and you want to follow Seattle, that's the general manager that you're getting. Right. I um, Also, let's just go ahead and mention the fact that these jerseys, their uniforms are fire. I will be buying a white Kraken jersey when I see the roster and I'm going to pick the guy. I'm probably going to get me a blue one. Yep. I mean, I just, those are fire. They're disgusting. Um, I, I absolutely adore them. I mean disgusting in the best possible yeah. way. They are sick. 
They are. Um, we, we talked about Beautiful. Our, we the talked anchor, about. the secondary logo. Right. Somebody commented on a post on NHL um, that said they cannot release a baseball cap with that second logo on it fast enough. And I was like, right. exactly. Plus, exactly. Um, and, and the name leaves me, but what's that famous like tower in oh, the space needle yeah yeah that's the that's the main part of the mm-hmm. um the anchor the anchor and it's and like, like the fishing hooks too right to like and a nod love, to the community it's just and then the s for the front of it going yeah back. i really like the s with the tentacle and the like scary eye right it's cool i, I love it. a lot it's, of people wanted something a little bit more cartoony i think but you're getting into you know wild wing territory yeah. if you go much further than what they did and the s you know I, the thing about that is is you have a wave of new fans coming mm-hmm. around. And I think that Seattle did a wonderful job appealing to those new fans because they mm-hmm. know that they're going to have to appeal to those new right. fans. Um, a lot of the older fans are already set on who they're pulling for. Mm-hmm. They need to appeal to those new fans. Yeah. And they did a beautiful job, I think, of that so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that once you see the expansion draft, you'll see some more of the um, direction they're going in. Mm-hmm. But... Um, which will appeal to some people. Uh, just uh, generalize, because I know we're very early into this. Who do you think you might see going to Seattle? Who do you think? I want to think about it for a second. <sighs> see, the thing, I'm trying to think of like teams that like just don't. I could maybe, maybe, depending on how he does this mm-hmm. uh, postseason. See Braden Holby. I was just about to say Braden Holby <laughs> because because Dang it. I stole just, my line. <laughs> I just I don't know. Washington has a goalie who I think they're going to go. With. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sam I don't. Sometimes good, and we'll see because there's there's another full season after this one, right? Before Seattle gets the right, draft, right? So they're going to be. Playing. We don't know. It may not be Holtby from Washington. We talked about it from the Trade Rumors site last time where it may be Holtby from the Sharks or somebody mm-hmm. like that or Holtby from the Jets. I can't remember when they said he was going to land, but. There's another full season to see where these players end up, and I think that's going to be impactful. So look for big contract signings right now. Mm-hmm. I would say look for long-term deals that lock guys in. Look for a lot of younger dudes that aren't quite NHL ready to get buried in the minor league next season so right. they aren't available to the teams, you know. Well, it's going to be fun to watch. It is. It's going to be fun. Um, just... I don't love having to give up players, but I understand yeah. it would be impossible to fill a team with – non-NHLers. It would take years. It would take forever. And so, yeah, I completely agree. The logistics of that, you're still pulling from prospects that are playing other places Mm -hmm. because otherwise you're drafting 16 and 17 year old kids to play in the NHL before they're even legally allowed. I mean, I don't know how that would work. So I hate losing players, but it's, that's the only way it works. Right. Basically it, it would just take forever. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, you would be drafting out of prospects and you would have to still, you basically playing the minors for years before you even, yeah, and we had to fill that Pacific division. There was just it's it's yeah. it's goofy having a gap there. It was weird before the Knights were around, where there was um, two fewer teams in the Western yeah. Conference, and it's just yeah, I I it like, had to happen. And plus, I, the teams that they've brought in, I mean, good good choices. Yeah, yeah. Um, Vegas, big market. I mm-hmm. mean, it's been growing for sports in a, mm-hmm. for a long time. And a lot of people have Vegas as one of the top teams in the West. I mean, statistically yeah. and just, you know, realistically speaking, they're a competitive hockey team. They are. They did very well in their draft and the players that they've added and traded for since then. I mean, that also kind of, I mean, I get <laughs> they still have gems, but, like, come on, Penguins. Mm-hmm. He gave up Marc-Andre Fleury. He almost won a Stanley Cup with them after that. Um I almost said they're still winning hockey games, but they didn't, so. (laughs) 
But um, but yeah, so I think that uh, Seattle's going to be a fun one to watch. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I think some people are already hinting towards Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they, um, I think that um, them having – are they in the same division? Do they already – They're going to be in the Pacific. Okay. I'm, I'm, 99% sure because it wouldn't make sense to put them anywhere else. Right. I just kind of assumed they would be in the Pacific. Yeah. Um, so having that close proximity to each other, mm-hmm. USA versus Canada, mm-hmm. I think that it's going to, I think it's going to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I You're think... going to get that whole California stretch with those fun teams, Anaheim, yeah. Los Angeles, San Jose, and it's, yeah. it's fun. Calgary's in there too. Yeah. You know, exactly. So. Um, I just, uh, I think it's going to be, uh, interesting for that. Um, So, uh, but yeah, I think that, um, let's just go ahead and get into our, uh, wacky topic yeah, for today. Go crack and release the Kraken. Yes. I love them. Everything. Um, you got, I'm, I'm not Liam Neeson. I'm not going to even try to say that. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about that real quick. I think that already that the marketing staff has just, yeah, they I think that it. they need, they need to be spoken about a little <laughs> bit because this, the Kraken, the logos, the mm. jerseys, the, the color palette. Fun, yeah, the, the fun like little sayings. All the way down. Seen. Like, I love Release the Kraken. I, I watched, think that's dope. I watched a video about mm. one of the people in the marketing team talking about how they came up with even the stripes on there. Mm. And it has to do with even some of the fairies mm-hmm. that they had have yeah. striping on it. And so I think that that's just beautiful. I love it when your city and your teams embrace the city. Embrace I love, the culture and the right. community. But, I loved how the, um, the Coyotes' former jerseys were. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Mm-hmm. You, you go to a, a recent expansion team like Vegas and you say, how do you compete in this market? You put together a good roster. Um, the community bonded over Las Vegas mm-hmm. when that shooting happened. Right. And, and like a week and some change later, there's the first hockey game. There's the first sports game, professional right. sports game in Las Vegas. And it's like, we're your team, Vegas. Right. You know what I mean? The playoffs, they go the distance. They go to the Stanley Cup final that year every single game there's a ceremony where there's knights and dragons and graphics on the ice and things like that there's fireworks it's glamorous it's over the top it's It's silly it's vegas yes they did vegas right and if seattle can pull something like that off i mean i it's that's what they need the seahawks are there you know the mariners are Okay, that's me being nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't keep up with soccer near as much. Yeah. as I do uh, hockey and even football. But it's a sports but, city, you know. Yeah. They aren't at the disadvantage of being like Vegas was. Where it, are people going to respond to us? You know. Yeah, it's it's almost one of those things. Like I know they had a hockey team uh, way back in the day. Way back when. But it's like, why did they not have a team already? Mm-hmm. Like this was kind of a long time coming, and I think that they have really done a great job bringing mm-hmm. this. Uh, team to life and just so you know already again there there seems to be just such a love there for for the community and everything right and it's, yeah and i i just hope they do well because i want to see those jerseys around for a long time because yeah. they're so pretty um let's get into our wacky topic um i'm excited for, for all one. you video game fans yeah. um be a pro mode has been talked about a lot because the game itself the EA is doing a great job with the game. The physics are great. Mm-hmm. The graphics are great. Um, all around, I think that they have produced such a great game. And then there's Be a Pro, which is bare bones. It's like the same Be a Pro that it's been for 
an yes. honest 10 years. <laughs> and it is just dry. It's bare bones. Yeah. You play it basically because it's there and you want you want to be able mm-hmm. to take a career mode. You mm-hmm. want to do a career mode so bad. Um, and they've got great potential with it. Being able to play in the minors, mm-hmm. being drafted. I mean, even the football games don't even do yeah. that. Um, yeah. But they need to work on it. Mm-hmm. They need to work on it. And um, I've seen some ideas being thrown around. Um, one of them I saw, it was on a Nasher's YouTube mm-hmm. uh, YouTube channel. He um, had mentioned, and he probably got this, he might have gotten this from somebody else. This is where oh, I saw it. Shout out to Nasher, dude. I love yeah. that guy. Yeah. Um, this is where I got it. He was talking about how crossplay mm-hmm. um, between Xbox and PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have the technology to mm-hmm. do it. You see games like Fortnite doing it now. Mm-hmm. EA can have their own server. Yeah. EA can do it. And then on top of that, that could be going in to be a promo. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have some of your friends, even if they're not online, mm-hmm. do like some of these other games do where at least that person, where say you got drafted to Colorado mm-hmm. and then I got drafted to Carolina mm-hmm. or something. Then when Carolina goes to play Colorado, I'm playing a team where you're on it. Right. I think that would just be phenomenal. It would be fun, it especially would... like within your friends list. I mean, you wouldn't even have to get super complicated or keep up with like thousands and thousands of players and right. where they are yeah. and things like that. That's, and that's just, what I'm saying because like you know, you've got um integrate Forza. your friends list into it, right. or people that own the game or whatever, and that they your file merges with theirs. I don't understand how it works, but Forza it, you Horizon know, Four has this yeah. technology where they they do like you can race against uh, your friends even if they're not online mm-hmm. the cars that they use are in the race with right. you and that's and neat. So, yeah. those are quality of life things that make video games more enjoyable exactly um, here's I, my biggest thing this is my biggest thing I've been playing the show a lot it was mm-hmm. it was a free game on PlayStation Network several months ago and I finally started playing it because mm-hmm. um, I'm like you when I play games I don't mind the team aspect A, B, B you know mm-hmm. I want to be an individual. I want to yeah. take somebody from the minors all the way up. The show forces you to do that. Right. The show, when you create your player, you play some prospect games, you learn the tutorial and the mechanics of the game and everything, and then you're like talking with your manager. This is an aspect of the game that I love where you can pick what your replies are to him based on what personality you want to embody mm-hmm. as a player. It yields different results, so you're not just doing the same thing every time you play through a different pro. Right. Then you can A, choose the team you want to go to, or B, I don't care who I get drafted by, you can get drafted, so you get drafted by saying, nah, I want to go back to college, let's redo that draft, or whatever. It simulates a college season for you, re-enter the draft, and you rinse and repeat. While the season goes on, you get drafted, you get sent down to A. Even if you choose the team you want to play for, you get sent down to the minors, and you have to get better at the game. You have to earn your stat attributes by performing well. You don't just, like, you unlock gear that makes you better, but you don't just turn up your batting to 100 and hit 900 home runs a season, you know, like you can in hockey. You have to earn every bit of it. And it's it's just more fun. You interact with people in the dugout. When you work out, there are mini games that you play that boost your stats based on how you perform in the mini game. It keeps you engaged. You get rewards for logging on every day. Mm -hmm. You get rewards for participating in different aspects of the game and coming back to your be a pro and he's there you know and that's that's what the game needs to for me that's exactly, what NHL yeah. needs for me is just make it more interesting make it more engaging make it feel like a human that you're playing as make it feel yes. like you're playing that character you are that character right you're not just did i score a goal tonight no okay you're moving down the second line right and that's how you know yeah and it's, it's so bare bones that i feel like it's almost broken yeah. in a way and i I have to agree. I mean, 
they had it in former games where mm-hmm. you would have interviews. Yeah, um, 2K does a great job of that. The basketball series. Yeah, it's uh, you know, and that just adds a like a new depth to mm-hmm. it that like you can play it again mm-hmm. and you have a completely different result, mm-hmm. have a completely different career, and mm-hmm. that's what makes a good career. I mean, with the one that they've got right now. The the difference is you just go to different teams. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Right. It's not like it's right. going to be any. Different. And there's like these low quality shots of the city, and he's like, yeah. Raleigh, the city of Oaks. The Canes won one in 2006. All right, here's the game. You know, and that's yeah. like how involved it right. is, and it's, and it's so goofy. Yeah. It just doesn't feel, you know. I just. The immersion isn't there. Exactly. Me, exactly. You know? I think that um, one if we could even I mean cross play would be just so phenomenal to do it, but just go ahead and see if just try to mm-hmm. be able to play against your friends even yeah. if they're not online. Just yeah. try it. I mean, I really feel like that would add just a new depth to it. It would add it be fun. Just so you're not forced to buy a console to play a video game with your friends. Right. You know, especially in a time like this where being in the same room as another person is like strongly discouraged if you feel sick or like are carrying things asymptomatically. I yeah. mean like we need as a world to move towards being able to have the option of doing things remotely. Right. right? Just in case. Because you never know. It's yeah. convenient A, but it's also safe. It is. It is. And it's just I don't know. I feel like um, I feel like they should just work on the game. Anything you could do right now, I think, would be an improvement I because agree. it's. I don't. I don't. Know. There's another thing I really like in 2K too. Not to cut you off, but like, um, you you have your player, but you walk around this hub city. Exactly. You know, you walk around and there's like, I can go to the barber. I can go to the bank and deposit my check. I can go to the court that's in the middle of the thing and play with people that are just hanging out. Go buy gear. Right, and go buy gear. You know what I mean? Just something. Give me anything. Give me anything to to just make it more engaging between when you're actually physically playing the game. I love the way the game plays. Yeah. I I love... The physics are great. Yeah. The skill stick is great. It's, at its core, a good simulation of a hockey game, which is what it should be. But I just... Let's expand on that a little bit. Again, we've been doing this. We've been improving the physics and everything, and it's tight. You're fine. You're fine. Right, yeah. You don't need to invest anything else into it. Make it bigger. Make it worth playing more than one time. Give me some replay value yeah. where I can make a guy that's a hothead that fights all the time and that doesn't, that isn't just dictated by how often I press a button and yeah. rapidly tap a dude in the face until he falls down. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> I want to be chirping with people on the bench. I want to be right. having conversations with teammates that are making me popular in the locker room. I right. Be, you know what I mean? It's It needs to, yeah, it just needs to, because right now, great simulation. We just need to add some more stuff. Make it fun. Mm-hmm. Make it so much fun. It's it's mm-hmm. great game. Yeah. Don't want to say anything, because it, the physics, I can't harp on enough. They have really nailed the physics yeah. right now. They've really nailed the mechanics of it right yeah. now. The they physics were to, good in 2010, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just need to hit the features. And yeah. I think Be A Pro is the first one they need to hit because, it, I mean, let's just go ahead and name what is in it. Yeah. You start off with a minor league team. You get drafted If you to want a, to. Yeah. You don't even have don't to start off with a minor league team. You can go straight to the NHL and yeah. never be sent down again. Either way, <laughs> you can either pick what team you go to or you can get drafted to a team yeah. and then play seasons with that team right. as if it's like mm. you're playing on season mode. Yeah. And then... At the end of it, you either re-sign with that team, mm-hmm. you go to a different team, and you do it all over mm-hmm. again, and you keep doing that, and keep padding your stats, mm-hmm. and then you retire. Yeah. It's so bare-boned right it now. It is. You, yeah. 
there's nothing really you can say and, that like, wow, look what I just did in this. Like, other than, hey, I just hit this nasty so- shot that I can yeah. do in exhibition mode and as be- well. And because it's so easy to level up, and you can change the difficulty, but even on the hardest difficulty, there's no reason you shouldn't be putting up Gretzky numbers every year. Yeah. You know, <laughs> why aren't you scoring 198 goals, Gordon Bombay? Come on, <laughs> dude. You know? Yeah, it's it's not hard. <laughs> you you end up a ninety overall after one season, right? You know? <laughs> the the most like unfortunate thing that might happen is you get injured yeah. and then you come back. Like seriously, like message one of us on Instagram and tell me if you have legitimately ever gone more than ten games without a goal and be a pro mode ever. No, I have not. I've not. No, I, I'm not even the. I get best upset when game. I don't score a goal because exactly. I'm like, why didn't I score? <laughs> I mean. There will be, and, and I'll hit hat tricks way more often yeah. than I think I should yeah. be doing. Yeah, 37 um, hat tricks in 38 games played. Come on, <laughs> come on. I mean, most of my games end with like 7-2, to 7-5, no matter which side it goes on. It's, it's, just like, it's just not fun, you know, yeah. and you crank the difficulty. And, yeah, it's harder, I guess, because people, the, it's really just increasing the AI. You can still yeah. modify the game beyond that to your liking to make your, you know, it. Yeah. You can make them better or worse, but it's just it's just not difficult. There's there's a rough spot at the first half of your season, the first third of your season, yeah. where you're you're no you, ten points maybe, a couple goals, few assists, but it's not. You you break that slump, you level up, you get the stick, you get the you know perks and things, and oh now I'm shooting eighty nine, now I'm shooting you know. Not to mention you're going to be punished for that too. You're right. going to be sitting out of the second, third line right. because of that. You know what I mean? And so, but you still get ice time because he doesn't even dic- coaches don't even dictate ice time based on how bad you are overall. It's how you're playing during the game. So, right. Like you can still be on the third line and play more than the first line. It's just not you know. Yeah, you. It's not realistic. And being sent down to the minors, mm-hmm. I mean. Almost just doesn't happen. It it could, I guess, and mm-hmm. I've seen like some YouTube some YouTubers who did get sent down in the minors stuff. Yeah. But it just it very rarely does it happen. Mm-hmm. And it's like you should almost like unless you are like so good at the game, you're putting up Gretzky numbers at the start of your season. Right. You should probably turn the difficulty up a little bit. Yeah. And it's like if you want to just coast through the career mode like that, mm-hmm. then play on rookie mode. That's mm-hmm. fine. But yeah. for those who want to have a fun mode and fun like mm-hmm. grinding mode then like yeah. they need to they need to do something with it i like it's... pro and all-star honestly like that's what my beer pros are set on typically yeah. i'll do mine on pro and, and i turn down a couple penalties that i think are over called in game tripping. like tripping for instance tripping. but it's you know again it's just it's a simulation it's fun it's engaging when you're playing the games right. but when you're not playing the games you just enter a menu you enter the next game and that's it you yeah. leveled up that's it you get better, you get better. After two seasons, dude, again, I don't know why you're not leading the league in points every season. It exactly. doesn't matter what difficulty you're playing on. There is no replay value. No. And you can't even say, like, oh, I'm going to play a center this time because we'll play 10 games. You're like, oh, face-offs are fun, I guess. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah, then you it's... just move on. You just don't even play that character ever again. Yeah. So. I, yeah, I can't even tell you how many files I've got mm-hmm. on there just because I was like, I've gotten bored with this thing. I want to try something different. Right. But, like, I shouldn't have to do that. Right. I should, like... it. I don't know. It just, it's bare bone. That's all yeah. I can say about it. Make it's it more bone. colorful. Yeah. It's a great drawing, but, like, it's black and white. Give me something. Yeah, I agree. It, uh, 
It's a great game. I don't want to discredit it. It's just that... that I still play specific. it every night. I yeah. mean, I'm still that, that nerd that, like, definitely winds <laughs> down after work by playing hockey games. Yeah, and... But I just need... I need something more. I don't... Like, you don't even need to do the major cutscenes and everything, but... Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't be nice for some of them, yeah, but God. you don't even I, need to. I swear I've memorized every city's skyline in the NHL. <laughs> yes. That's such a silly, like, we're in Pittsburgh tonight. I'm yes. Doc Emmerich. You know, come on, man. It's, okay, I got it. I got it. There, this is funny. I was playing the show <laughs> last night, and there's a trophy for not skipping a pregame opener. <laughs> like, it's called Patience is a Virtue. If you don't skip the cinematic before a game, you get a trophy for that. <laughs> and, like, only 10% of the people have gotten it, even though it's, a, like, a bronze trophy, you know? And it's just funny to me. They need, I mean... Make it, make it better. Come on. Just make yeah. it more, make it more engaging. Yeah. Definitely. I... Yeah, there's. Just, I mean, we could talk many different things that they could do. With, be a pro yeah. because I, I mean, at this spent, point, just try something. I think we've spent more time on this than any other topic. <laughs> but it's yeah. That's how passionate I am about this. Exactly. Make it exactly. I mean, it's just try something. Try yeah. something with it because like it's so basic right now, and it needs a little bit of flavor. And y'all can do it. The technology's there. You're yeah. you're choosing not to invest in via pro mode because you want to push things like threes and shell and stuff like that, which and I understand. I, you I want to differentiate fun. your game from the other games that the other sports that you're competing with and things like that. But like Madden's kind of trash right now. Oh, I have it. I have two K twenty downloaded. I haven't played it yet. I have two K. Um, yeah, I just and it's you know I know you're you're trying to be different. You're trying to be out of the box. Invest in the core of your game. Right. Exactly. Um, the features are what makes anything, mm -hmm. and I think that, um, I will say with the whole, um, Chell stuff, that's doing great. Yeah. Um, if you're going to change anything with that, and I know I'm going off topic slightly with this, if you're going to change anything with that, again, Nasher, I just liked his video. If you, yeah. go watch his no, video. yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm not trying to, like, be no, a you plug can. or anything. No, but, you can. But, he's, but for he's real, worth it. Yeah, go watch his video on the, uh, the wish list for the next game, because, like, he has some great points. Um, and with one of those being the, uh, the chill there, like, 2K with the My Park, why not do My Pond? Yeah. Some variant 100%. of that. It would Very be easy. so much fun. Very you easy. can go watch some elite people playing mm -hmm. from your own console. Like you would do if you lived in Magical Christmas Hockey Land. Yeah. Where there were people skating at all hours of the night on a pond and the best dudes were dominating and you would learn by watching what they do. Exactly. You know, make it... An environment, make it something that again just plus immersive. that sells your game. That it does sells sell your, your game. game. You could already like you could literally just go on there, and people could be watching your mm -hmm. game, not even playing, but watching the games. They're still playing the game. They're still buying the game. You could put Brad Marchand's big dumb face on it, smiling at me, and I would buy a game if you had a My Pond feature. Exactly. You know? <laughs> um, though I, I feel like Sidney Crosby needs to be on there. How's the man not been <laughs> on know. a cover well, yet? Why is it Sidney Crosby? <laughs> I haven't looked at the 2K hockey games. I'm sure he's on one of those. But, like, yeah, it's it's time. It's time. I mean, we had... Who was the Boston guy who was on there a couple years ago? Uh, Bergeron? Probably Bergeron. Bergeron? Yeah. Bergeron's on there, but Sidney I'm, Crosby's never I'm been I'm not on there. going to act like I buy a hockey game every season, and I think that's kind of the point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. I, I think that's kind of the point. You're not selling. You're not making the game new enough to justify a sixty dollars price tag for the base game, and then try to add features like this is an extra twenty dollars, this is an extra forty dollars, 
and then you can compete with online. Get away from that. I know yeah. it's EA being AA. Anybody that's played any of the Battlefront games knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. But let's make a good game at its core. Base game, 60 bucks. It's awesome. I promise you I will buy that if you make Be A Pro more immersive. That's You're going to make favorite. more money if people just buy the game straight out. More people buy the game straight mm -hmm. out than you would be on the few people yeah. buying those set, those DLC stuff just to get more credits. You have a responsibility to the NHL, to the game of hockey, as a creator of a video game that's the most popular video game within that sport, mm -hmm. to get people into the sport. Right. To get people that love the sport coming back every year for more and get people that don't know anything about it into it. Provide them something to learn the game. You know? Yeah, I agree. You've got to do it. Yeah. It's Try not about something. making money, because I know you're not making money off of NHL. I know you're not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. But you could. You could be if you tried a little harder. Yeah. And it's I am coming it's... after you. I want I want a message from EA telling me to apologize after <laughs> after this after this goes line. It, Come um, on. Yeah, because you've got such a great game. Probably one of the best uh, simulations yeah, for a sport that's in there right now. I'm sorry, I love you. <laughs> um, I promise we use your we use your <laughs> game every year as a tournament. Like every night, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, um, but you've got probably one of the best simulations for a sports game. Yeah, right seriously. Now. I mean, and... I was playing EA's hockey when 2K was still a thing. When yeah. 2K hockey was still, I yeah. was still choosing EA's hockey. So because it's it's. Great, and the skill stick was just such a great addition in 07, mm -hmm. and it's there's a reason why it's still there mm -hmm. uh, 13 years later. I remember when the manual deke was a thing in, in 03, when yeah. when it was when it was beginning to be a thing. When I loved that game on GameCube, Drew McGinley, NHL 2003. Best soundtrack ever. <laughs> the, the older ones had such they were so they had the best. Well, music was better back then, but I'm dating myself. <laughs> 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 well... Uh, but yeah, we're, we're going a little long on this one, but, um, there's just like, we went long on that. We're topic, just really excited about yeah, hockey. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's, I mean, it's so good to be back. I mean, you can only play be a pro mode so many times before you're just like, I want live hockey back. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm just so excited. Um, and we have a whole nother day today full of hockey and we'll have another day tomorrow full of hockey. I just I love this. 30 minutes. I love this. Just having <sighs> hockey every it's day. Back. It's back. Oh, but um but yes. So we'll be back at you with another uh podcast soon and uh more stats, more fun wacky topics. Yes, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Please be safe out there. Enjoy the games. Yes, absolutely. And uh that'll be all for today. Please tune in for our next one. Thank you for tuning in for this one. Uh hockey's back we're just gonna go ahead and say that and, and ea fix be a pro um please but yes other than that thank you for watching have a safe day love you guys yes